0: hello and welcome to another jam-packed episode of my favorite conservative i am edward
1: and i'm andrea and i am not conservative i'm not (laughs) but he is my favorite conservative thank you last week the surprise attack of israel by hamas was just breaking and now that we know more about the scope of what's happened we're going to discuss that But we also want to discuss what's happening here in the U.S. about and how people, institutions are revealed by their responses. But we do want to pick up where we left off last week. We talked about the race for the Speaker of the House. (laughs) Why are you laughing? He's already (laughs) laughing. All right. (laughs) We talked about the race for the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And last week, we didn't have a speaker yet so surely we have one by now yes no
0: no wait
1: yes. was that you know, your johnny carson that was my impression? old
0: johnny carson Karnak.
1: do it one more time no no that's for all the people over the yes. age of 60 like you thank you so much you're welcome
0: thank you i'm <laughs> at 40 but that's
1: all right all right so tell us what's okay. going on
0: do we have a speaker no we do not we do not uh you know it was a two-person race with uh, steve scalise and jim jordan and they had a vote in committee last week uh and actually scalise beat him by about 15 votes so jim jordan then threw his support behind steve scalise
1: wait hold on a second so i just want to understand the the procedures Mm -hmm. so they vote in a committee first
0: yeah they have a small committee uh, okay of republicans 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 only got it correct and then they take it back to their committee once the numbers are there all the people that voted for Jordan, they're trying to convince them to vo- him, them to vote for Scalise. A lot of them said no, no effing way. Scalise then dropped out.
1: Okay, <laughs> which so took
0: totally everybody by surprise. So he dropped it, out. Well, maybe
1: he didn't want to go through the 15 rounds. Yeah, like McCarthy. Yeah. Or and McCarthy again,
0: answer. it's like herding cats. I think we we, we yes. kind of equate it to. But uh,
1: so what's going on now?
0: Well, so now Jim Jordan is back being the front runner. Um, okay. and he had a, a little challenger from, gosh, somebody, I don't know who, I can't even remember his name. Um, but, uh, the support is now behind Jim Jordan. However, the people that were supporting Steve Scalise or Kevin McCarthy, the former speaker are kind of wary that Jim Jordan is too conservative and that he may be, uh, unacceptable for them. So that we're, we're basically still up in the air.
1: And I heard the Democrats have a couple of names they call Jordan.
0: They do. Uh, I think they came out with the insurrectionist, which is you know we always got to go back to January 6, and of course an extremist extraordinaire,
1: which that actually sounds like a compliment.
0: Well, to me it is. Yeah. To me, that's, to me, if you're being called that by a by a Democrat or the left, it's a it's a resume builder. Right. There, right? <laughs> Put that right down on that on the resume.
1: So. Okay. So it's so still up in the air.
0: Maybe next week.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. by our next Maybe. show, we'll Maybe. have a speaker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's, oh, well. Let's move on to today's topic Israel, Hamas, the reactions and the revelations. It's been an incredible week. It's, I mean, if there's no way you don't know about this unless you're living under a rock. So last Saturday, Hamas launched an attack against Israel that took them completely by surprise. Over a 1,000 Israeli innocent civilians and soldiers, including babies, have been killed. And the level of violence has shocked the world. Now, we are not going to go into the details of the killings, except to say they are truly barbaric. Yeah, medieval. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, neither one of us... Is an expert on israel hamas palestinians anything no. like that even though i will say i spent the vast majority of my life in south florida which has the third highest percentage of jewish people in the world you would think i would know a little bit more but you know we're not going to pass ourselves off no. as, as as being that we're and not I think, I think you can see that when you're watching some commentators and they kind of just faking it so <laughs> not going to do that
1: so what are we going to do instead
0: well we're going to take kind of a different angle
1: okay um Yeah, I want to say, state for the record, I'm not anti-Israeli or anti-Palestinian. I'm pro-America. And Mm -hmm. so I come at it from the point of what is in America's best interest? How are Americans reacting right here in our own country? I'm not talking about outside the US. How are Americans Mm -hmm. reacting to these terrorist attacks?
0: Well, obviously, it's a left and right issue in this country. Um, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. We're seeing organizations like Black Lives Matter, uh, showing their true colors. I mean, they actually on their Twitter page posted pictures of paragliders and and that references to, in case you missed it, but that's how a lot of the, uh, Hamas fighters actually got into Israel was flying on paragliders with their automatic weapons firing at people from the sky
1: that's crazy yeah that's crazy
0: but it's not surprising you know black lives matter you know you got to remember the history of them when they first started a few years back i mean and they quickly took it down off of their websites but you know people have saved things that they're a marxist organization and they are anti-capitalist anti-west i mean
1: how does supporting Hamas though align with their beliefs. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it a little bit. To me, it just seems anti-American.
0: Correct. Well, yeah, it it all envelops into that, that attitude. And obviously if you're anti-American, you're going to align with, you're going to align with Israel. No, Israel is very pro-America. Right. No question about that. We
1: share many of the same values as uh, Bill Maher pointed out in a recent episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. Yeah.
1: All right. So who else is, uh,
0: well, you know, you've got the squad. Right. You've got the Ilhan Omars, the Rashida Tlaibs, the AOCs, uh, Corey Bush out of St. Louis, I believe, you know, all all the nut jobs on the left are, you know, trying to somehow show some moral equivalence in what is happening. Um, I actually commend the White House, shockingly, uh, with their statement when, when Tlaib, when that whole group, you know, came out with these ridiculous statements trying to equate things. Uh, I believe the the actual statement from uh, Karine Jean-Pierre said, we believe they're wrong. We believe they're repugnant and we believe they're disgraceful.
1: And, and they're referring to the squad. The,
0: their their comments. Yeah. Good. Our condemnation belongs squarely with terrorists who have brutally murdered, raped, kidnapped hundreds and hundreds of Israelis. There could be no equivocation about that. There are not two sides here. There are not two sides. So. Hat it's a tip to them. Powerful yeah, powerful quote in yeah. the yeah. White
1: House. It is for
0: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, again, if if you're trying to thread a needle here, you know, on equivalency, there is none. So,
1: and you know what I find interesting is, I believe it's Rashida Tlaib who flies a Palestinian flag outside <laughs> of her congressional office, yeah. along with an LGBTQ rainbow type flag and yeah those two things don't align at all like i don't know if anyone's told her (laughs) but uh people who support palestine are typically very anti lgbtq
0: you would think she might make that connection but again that might be giving her too much credit for her intelligence um you know again ask ask members of the rainbow flag to go spend some time over in uh, Muslim land.
1: Right. And, and, and,
0: you know, see how that works out. But, you know, for me, like that story should be there should be a congressional rule. Okay. That says you can only fly an American flag and the flag of the state that you represent. I like that in your office. I mean, I don't, I don't official office. Great.
1: I don't like too much government oversight, Mm -hmm. as you know, but Mm -hmm. I actually think that's a great rule, yeah. I, but I,
0: I, it also goes both ways. You shouldn't be able to to have an Israeli flag outside of your office. You shouldn't be able to have a, uh, you know, the POWMias. Although everybody supports that, you would think. But yes, again, it, you know, make a rule, stick with it, and we don't have to deal with this garbage because that. I like that,
1: that state yeah. flag and the American flag. That works. That works for me. Thank you. Um, let's talk a little bit about what I would consider money laundering. <laughs> but it's money laundering. It is. So we. Yeah. We, again, I'm America first. I think we need to take care of our own citizens before we take care of the rest of the world. And yet, so we gave $6 billion, I believe, to Iran.
0: We we gave $6 billion, wait for it, on September 11th.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, I don't think I knew it was on <laughs> yeah, you September 11th. I was 11th. waiting to throw that one oh, yeah. On God, September 11th, what is wrong we, we,
0: we, we released funds from a, a, a bank in South Korea that's now gone to Qatar in a bank there where they're holding it for Iran.
1: But we did that, too. It was about negotiating. There
0: were were five, I believe, five uh, hostages Hostages. that Iran had. So we paid ransom. Now, the White House, you know, with their double weasel speak, (laughs) you know, I think it was Tony Blinken came out and said, there are no taxpayer funded money being sent to Iran. You can't prove that. Well, that's not the point the point is the money was in the bank that we were freezing because of their terroristic financing right yeah. they are they're basically a clearinghouse for terrorists in, yes in, in tehran so all that money comes into them so don't try to to double speak us with there no american taxpayer dollars okay fine but is it money that they didn't have access to that we stopped and they now they have access to it yes
1: yeah so i yes yeah, so i just want to <laughs> recap so we gave $6 billion to release hostages, mm-hmm. and Iran takes that money, <laughs> essentially gives it to Hamas, mm-hmm. which uh, funds their attacks, which then allows them to kidnap more Americans.
0: Correct. And even I was listening to one of the leaders of Hamas, and he actually quoted that in there of, we believe this is a viable plan for us because we saw what happened with the $6 billion that they just gave Iran.
1: So it's working. Yeah. And and I just want to say, like, I understand the desire to free Americans. You know, we don't want any country taking our citizens hostage. But it, it does set up this this chain effect where, oh, OK, these other countries or even these little sects within sects within countries realize this is a great way to get money, kidnap We're a sure. couple Americans. America will always pay and I forget so many different politicians have said it, but you cannot negotiate with terrorists. You can't.
0: Oh, that would be Ronald Wilson Reagan.
1: Oh, would it? Yeah. Wilson was his middle name?
0: It was. No. Yeah. How
1: did I not know yeah. this?
0: Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> I learned so much. You
0: know, in regards to that, we, we live in the now, especially politicians live in the now. They live in this right very tiny bubble that says what can i do right now and, and when they hear you know these horrible stories about you know poor people being held hand- for hostage for right. ransom how can we get them out their families not realizing that, or if they do that there'll be more to people taken, and we'll have to deal with them at that time it's like no y- yeah. you can't i'm sorry
1: i'm all for for rescuing hostages mm-hmm. i wish i could think of the name i know her name is jessica something she was held hostage along with um another person in Africa for 90 days and our troops rescued them. In fact, uh, the the British government didn't do anything, but it wasn't this release of money. It wasn't this, we're going to pay you. No, our troops went in and got these two very particular people out and rescued them. Um, I'm all for that. It's just, we we don't need to pay. Uh, Yeah, we we can't. It sets up a really bad precedent. Um, So let's talk about, It's not um, just our representatives and their flags. There has been a lot going on on college campuses. Let's talk about the, I'll say, activity on college campuses.
0: Well, a lot of these campuses are bastions of, obviously, left-wing ideology. And unfortunately, we're seeing the worst of that this past week where, you know, groups, I think there were uh, probably... 30 groups at Harvard, uh, student groups that actually um, supported Hamas and released papers or statements saying so. And you've got, you know, Stanford and Michigan and Minnesota and all around the country. There are rallies in Central Park that are pro-Hamas. And I understand free speech. Great. Yes, and That's we support fine.
1: free speech. We do.
0: Absolutely. We you do. can say whatever you want.
1: But there are
0: consequences, ramifications for your speech. And one of them is uh, there's a a big hedge fund manager named Bill Ackman uh, out of New York. And he is speaking to all the major CEOs of these hedge funds where, you know, all these Harvard grads just want to be at uh, when they, when they graduate and telling them do not hire Hamas supporting students. Yeah. You know, this, this, this thing is going to follow them for their entire careers, whether they disavow it or not. It's, good luck convincing your future employer.
1: But I think it's very insidious, right? Because there was a Stanford professor, we're not going to name the mm-hmm. professor who made Jewish students sit in a corner and he berated, he, I think it was a he, yeah. mm-hmm. he, she, they uh, berated them. And so when a professor is doing that, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's starting from the, the inside and, and that's where leadership on these college campuses, they need to really step up.
0: Yeah. And you know, you have to blame the administrators. You oh know, yeah, the I do. And things I absolutely to, do. You know, have a set of balls, even if you're a woman or well, you still might, but you know, stand up. You know what's right. This is not a difficult issue. Again, they can speak all they want, but professors are doing things like this, where Segregating, or you're doing, you know, take it further. You're, you're having segregated housing and, and segregated yeah. graduations and stuff. You know, it all leads to this, where you've just divided your campus instead of trying to bring everybody together.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I have a little digression here years ago when I was teaching seventh grade and we were studying the diary of Anne Frank. And I did a little experiment with my students, uh, very micro experiment with my students during the time we were just, uh, we were reading this book, amazing book, of course. And um, every day I would say really random things like, well, if the color, if you're wearing the color blue, you can go so when the bell would ring and then the students started panicking and, and saying, well, wait, wait a second, wait a second, you know, and, and it, we did this like every day for five days. And, you know, one day I said, well, if your if your eyes are brown, you get to leave on time today. And then, of course, all the other students were like, wait, what? And it was just a, an example to help them understand what happens. When you pick out one particular group and what that means. And believe me, five days of that, they got the message loud and clear, (laughs) but I wasn't berating my students. I wasn't putting them in a corner. You know, I was just doing this one little thing where holding them for one minute past the bell based on, again, really sort of random things so they could understand what, what just a taste of what that might be like. Uh, you know, it's interesting to me that universities are supposed to have free speech and yet we have this thing called microaggressions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those, those, I can't imagine what those kids, you know, would be like today in the class that you had, but yeah, yeah, microaggressions, right. You know, you've got somebody looked at me the wrong way or, you know, misgendered me or something where they have no idea what you have in your pants or your skirt or whatever.
1: And that's wrong, but protesting for Hamas
0: well yeah are yeah. you not seeing the connection here yeah you know really that that these tiny little microaggressions uh, you know versus the honor killings and the treatment or the the inhumane treatment of women in that in the part of the world and especially gays i mean it's but well, they throw them off buildings it's it's beyond belief that these kids cannot put those two things together that these are the people that we're supporting this is what they're doing we're against all of that stuff but we're still going to put our backing with you
1: i i don't think and i know you may disagree i'm going to give these kids and i say kids you know 18 19 20 i'm going to give them a little bit little bit of the benefit of the doubt i don't think they know that i don't think they understand that in certain parts of the world you will be killed if you're gay. Like, I don't think they make that connection. And perhaps that that is a, um, a default in the university system that we're, we're not, I don't think universities are designed to tell students what to think, but certainly how to think. And, 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 yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Well,
0: that bus left town a long time ago. It did? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And and it starts, you know, with the professors and whatnot, and not challenging kids and being afraid of the kids, you know, going back to when you talk about you're, you're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I'm not really, because especially you're, you're, you know, when you're talking Harvard, Stanford, the Yale, that sort of stuff, these are the really cream of the crop in terms of intelligence, in terms of test taking, all that kind of stuff they have ever since they were born had access to the internet which there's news all around the world all the time true. It, it, you're not they're not living in a cave and all of a sudden this might be something new to them unless they just decide they don't ever want to you know look at another side of a a, a problem or situation which you know again could be back where we're at square one
1: right yeah i'm trying to think when i was undergrad in the 90s early 90s and i just don't remember any of this kind of stuff happening. I just, nothing like this. Again, what I would at its core is anti-American to me. And I just don't remember anything like that. Um, I know you wanted to call out a tweet that you saw.
0: Yeah. I saw a great tweet, you know, about college campuses by a guy named David Burge. And, uh, it was wacky college fads through the years, right? And it starts in the 1930s, and it was swallowing goldfish, oh my God, that's right? So
1: disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I hate fish, yeah,
0: that's that's horrible. In the 1950s, it was panty raids, and how many people you could stuff in a phone booth, you know? We that all sounds saw like fun, actually. Yeah. So in the 1970s, one of my favorites. Streaking.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Very popular. Yes. Yes.
0: Across football stadiums everywhere they go. Yes. But but now in the 2020s, we we have this Nuremberg style pro-Holocaust pep rallies. You know, I mean, (laughs) kids. Do
1: you think that there are, again, and I think it does go back to the universities and who they hire and the professors. Do you think Mm -hmm. there are professors who are Holocaust deniers?
0: Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't That's think you'd nuts. have to
0: search very long to find it. It's yeah.
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, so many of these kids come from, you know, wealthy Jewish families and, and they're, I don't know whether it's a self-hatred or what, but yeah, it's insane. That... Wait,
1: so you think some of these people protesting in support of Palestine are actually Jewish? Oh, I'm
0: sure there are. Yeah, really? Absolutely. Yeah. That They get so indoctrinated by these professors that... They, they can make them believe anything, unfortunately.
1: I just, I, I don't remember that kind of indoctrination when I was in school no, at all. I really don't.
0: It's been growing since the 1970s, I guess, when, you know, when they tried to radicalize the schools, you know, by infiltrating them with teachers. And now, look at teachers unions now. They are the biggest left-wing supporters you could ever imagine. So it, it all starts with the education and they know how to get them early. So
1: Well, let's go back to, are any Americans responding? Let's get off college campuses. And are any Americans responding in a positive manner?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw a couple of stories. Uh, The great boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. He actually sent his $50 million plane. Oh, my God. He pays to be a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To Israel with bulletproof vests and all the kind of different supplies. Uh, He's actually... I believe today, uh, joining with some NBA players and some, uh, influencers, uh, on a March, I believe it's, uh, to the museum of tolerance that's in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Yeah. That's
1: in the, uh, West Los Angeles. Yes. In,
0: in support of Israel. So that, that was good to see. Okay. Um, Who else? In Florida, uh, representative Corey Mills, I'm not sure what area he represents, but, uh, he immediately jumped on a plane to Israel and started bringing back Americans. And, wow. Yeah. I mean, stop talking about it. Get out there and do it. You know, uh, the radio show host uh, Glenn Beck is raising a lot of money uh, to support Israel on that. And, you know.
1: And there are some other celebrities as well supporting Israel. Gal Gadot, one of my favorites, the new Wonder Woman. Mm. You know, I love her. Uh, Madonna, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Natalie Portman, Jamie Lee Curtis, Amy Schumer, and many, many more. Um, And again, what I think is interesting about this is I am really in support of what is best for America, and I don't think it's in our best interest to get into a war with Iran. I don't. Correct.
0: I, I will agree with that.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, what do we what do we do?
0: Well, you they're know,
1: supporting Israel, and then there's actually getting into a war.
0: Yeah, and this is this is you know this is what the White House is tearing their hair out over. Oh, I'm right? sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they are. You know, what do we do? We we, you know, you've got the. In the Republican candidates, you've got the Nikki Haley's, you've got the Mike Pence's. They're uh,
1: warmongers. The
0: Chris Christie's. They yeah, are. Yeah. Where then you've got Vivek Ramaswamy, who uh, he did a, a great interview with Tucker. Do you see that?
1: You mean the one I told you about?
0: Oh yeah, you told me that one. Yes, yes, yes. I correct. did see yeah, it. Yeah, right. Vivek and, and
1: and Tucker and yeah. and the reason I saw it was actually on Twitter because we know Tucker's still hashing out his X. Oh X. Yes. Sorry, Elon. It's X. X. Um, By the way, what do we call tweets now? I don't know. Okay, just curious. Exes. <laughs> Exes? That sounds weird. Yeah, it does. but okay. okay. So back to the point. Yes. Are Are you ready? Can Please. we go back? <laughs> oh, it's so important you laugh with your partner. Okay. And so, um, I heard Dave Rubin from the Rubin Report say that Tucker Carlson was on the wrong side of history, and he was very adamant about this. And and, and to be fair, uh, Rubin is Jewish. And I thought, but I thought it was a really strong thing to say because I know he likes Tucker. And so I looked for this interview that Tucker did on X uh, and it turned out it was with Vivek. And I agree with what Vivek said. I agree that, that at the end of the day, we have to put America first. And is it really in our best interest? Yes, you can support Israel, but it is in our best interest to actually get into Full blown out war.
0: Yeah, the problem is is the horse has already left the barn, and what I mean by that is the way. Is that an
1: actual expression? Yeah, I've heard the train has left the station.
0: You can't close the doors because the horse
1: has already gone out.
0: (laughs) Come on now.
1: (laughs) Expression. All right, keep going.
0: the train's already left the station. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. And what I mean by that is the way to prevent this is a strong America Yes, is strong American leadership, which goes from everything from energy independence to, yes. you know, military independence and, and focusing the military where it should be focused, but a strong America
1: is a strong prevents world. this. Yeah. I mean, I agree. can we even go, let's see,
0: 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. I don't believe we had any big incursions of
1: are you saying when Donald trump was president there was more peace in the world that
0: is correct because why he was a strong leader he was unpredictable they were scared of him yeah just like they were scared of reagan and and they have russians have admitted that they were scared of reagan we weren't going to do anything when we we saw how tough he was
1: yeah And and nobody is scared of joe biden
0: no they're not and for good reason yeah i mean even
1: with that statement and it was a very good statement
0: well let's digress a little bit because you know Obviously, Biden comes from the Obama administration, which which he he now claims, you know, he was so instrumental in the Iran deal, which gave Iran, you know, nuclear capabilities, which they try to say was the exact opposite. But I think we can see with our own eyes that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And and money, you know, I think Obama sent billions of dollars on of cash of cash on planes planes. to Tehran. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think I heard uh, Alan Dershowitz talking about Obama this week and he said. You know, Obama called me in to the Oval Office uh when he was running for re-election in twenty twelve. And he put his arm around me and he said, you know, Alan, I've got the backs of Israel. Yes. And Dershowitz said, Well, I didn't know he was actually painting a target on the back, is what he meant.
1: Yes. And so
0: yeah, there there's uh, Obama's under some pressure on this too. So
1: yeah. Okay. I
0: digressed. Thank you.
1: No, that was good. No, I I and I um I think I heard that as well. And yeah. and yeah, it's it's a great story by Alan Dershowitz. So Heavy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Heavy. It's it's a tough week. You know, obviously, this is still going to be in the news next week. Hopefully, there's some good news that there is some sort of agreement reached and everybody takes a step back.
1: Okay. All right. So, to lighten things up, we are going to do Edward's segment, This Week in Woke. This Week in Woke. So, what is now? I just want to know, you always say the Week in Woke. It's this week in Woke. Okay. This Week in Woke. All right. Okay. All right. So, what's going on? And, and, Again, as a reminder, I don't necessarily know ahead of time what he's about to say, because this is his segment. So what is going on this week? Well, I
0: thought we'd stay in the college camp eye, if you will. Uh, And this is from our friends over at PJ Media. We get this little gem from them. Put them Uh, in the
1: resources. The
0: headline, Clemson students protest the removal of feminine hygiene products from men's bathrooms.
1: Okay, I just want to add right now. Yes. Upon hearing that, there's an emoji that's like a head smack where you're just like, "What (laughs) what the fuck? That's a what the fuck. Yeah. That makes no sense, people. Yes. Continue. Well,
0: I mean, obviously, let's delve into this. Let's
1: break it down.
0: You being a woman, correct?
1: I am a woman. Yes.
0: Um, Have you seen many men need feminine hygiene products (laughs) in your life?
1: No. No, I have not. Okay. Uh, No. So. No, I was always just happy when the man I was with would actually buy them for me. mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All the women know what I'm talking about. There, okay.
0: (laughs) You know, the leftists are behind this nonsense, and it is absolute utter nonsense. Men cannot have periods. Men don't have uteruses. Men don't bleed. They don't need anything. I know they're going to say this is for trans men. I guess, yes, trans men. Somebody who's pretending to be.
1: He's a woman who's pretending to be a man who wants to be actually
0: a woman. who Yeah. I'm sorry just go into your ladies' room which is where your chromosomes are and uh you use that so okay i mean d- d- we're denying basic biology yeah just stop it please yeah. you know ridiculous why do the administrators cave to these nut jobs
1: i like, well that goes back why? to what we were talking about earlier i don't know i i don't really really I mean, know it's
0: just the squeaky wheel gets the grease kind of thing if you just raise enough stink they'll just I immediately caved were
1: there any groups uh on on campus that were opposed so they
0: did finally the uh the the clemson college republicans they they posted a I think they had a great post online if you weren't already aware clemson university has a tampon pad dispenser in the men's room located <laughs> in cooper admit. library we truly live in a clown world
1: a, a clown world is that I, what they yeah. said
0: in <laughs> so, Yeah. Amen. Love the college Republicans there. but All right. what happened? Well, it's funny. Of course, you know, the school administrators with the absolute spineless jellyfish that they are immediately caved and removed all the machines that they had just put in there. You know, what did that what did that cost money wise? Do we have any idea? No. I would love to know. What did it cost time wise? Man hours. Yeah. How much
1: did that cost to put in the machines in the first place? Stop it.
0: But of course, then the left, you know, they're they're. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, ha- they, they come back out and here we go. Here it is. They were crying for formal repercussions towards the Clemson College Republicans for contributing to a campus climate that encourages transphobic rhetoric and jeopardizes the safety of LGBTQIA plus students.
1: Oh, Ooh. my gosh. This is so crazy. I Actually, I just want to point out the seriousness of what's going on in Israel and then. Bullshit like this. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm done. Yeah, I just okay. want to say yeah, bullshit. You yeah, are, you are.
0: Yeah, it, you know I find it again ironic. You know, we opened here with with the whole killings and whatnot, and again, they're talking about the safety of LGBTQIA plus students. Well, again, oh why don't you and your LGBTQIA plus students? take a little trip to some Muslim countries and shout your gayness or your whatever loudly
1: and and demand and to have demand have, all your have, have those products and men's restrooms and see what happens then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good luck you with that. You
0: probably won't be coming home to the greatest country in the world. so
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Whew. that was quite the episode, Edward.
0: End of rant. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. We want to thank you for joining us today. And if you're listening to the podcast episode, which always drops the next day, thank you so much. Uh, Please follow us on all social media platforms and join us live on most Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we will not have a live episode next Sunday. We're going to do a pre-recorded episode because I will be out of town. So please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It's available wherever you're listening right now, except for Google Podcast. Just weird outlier Google Podcast is actually going away. It's very strange. But anyway, so... Um, And you can support our show by joining our locals community and it will be there by the time you hear this. I promise rumble, help me out. We're working on it to get the locals community and you can learn more about us and follow us again on all socials by going to our website, my favorite conservative.show. That's my favorite conservative, all one word.show. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.